I'm Evelyn, and I'm a geoholic. The views expressed on this podcast do not represent the organizations that are associated with the geoholics, guests, or host. Please enjoy this great episode of the geoholics. Love, love will keep us together. Love you. Oh, I don't even know the words. I love the song, though. <laughs> Welcome back, Geoholics. Thanks so much for listening to this being episode 135. We got a great one tonight. And we are, if we did this correctly, we are live on YouTube. We so, are. Are we? Yeah. This I, is awesome. It's it. our first time doing this. So, uh, well, let's, let's see how this works out. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, tell me that song, though. Doesn't, like, stop you in your tracks and make you happy. Mark Taylor? Unfortunately, I was tortured with it in a Ford Fiesta during the 80s with my mother on an 8-track, so no. Not a good example. No. How about you, Sugar? Uh, does not bring up any oh weird... Oh, my I mean, God. I know the song, have heard it, doesn't conjure up anything other than it is what it is. Does this song make anybody else happy except for me? It makes me happy. I love this song. I but this is the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, oh well. First time for everything, right? All right, so I'll tell you what, we've got a studio full tonight and a couple joining us via Zoom, and the beer is flowing already. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Sugar, tell us about that opening number. Uh, that opening number was by Captain and Tennille, known as Love Will Keep Us Together. Captain and Tennille were American recording artists whose primary success occurred in the 1970s. The husband and wife team were Captain Daryl Dragon and Tony Tennille. They have five albums certified gold or platinum and scored numerous hits on the U.S. singles charts, the most enduring of which included Love Will Keep Us Together, Do That To Me One More Time, and Muskrat Love. They hosted their own television variety series on ABC in 1976-77. Uh, well, obviously I'm old enough to remember the show. I used to think Tennille was freaking hot even when I was 10 years old. I don't know what that says about me. But look at the mm. names of those songs. Love Will Keep Us Together, Do That to me one more time and muskrat muskrat love what the hell is muskrat i don't know peter i don't know oh but you come from a country with funny animals <laughs> well, it's, it's that kangaroo animal. love oh no it's not that's what yeah, i was thinking yeah. of kangaroo oh, and koala love it is mm -hmm. a rodent though mm. native yes. to north america somehow rodent rodents are all associated <laughs> with australia so bizarre <laughs> um look you don't know the history of how it was a penal colony <laughs> All right, here we are in the Diamondback Land Surveying Studio. Um, you can't see it, but we have a new decoration in the studio. It's I believe that's there. called a beer deer. Oh, this is what they call those. What? Yes, what? yes. We'll take a picture and post from? it. Super cool. It's been posted. Hello, everyone. This week's shout out is Get Kids Into Survey. In case you don't know, there's a global skills shortage uh, currently in surveying. So in November 2017, with a great deal of foresight, Elaine and Ellie Ball created Get Kids Into Survey. What started as a fun side campaign has now developed into a permanent initiative with a mission to educate and excite the next generation of surveyors. As the Get Kids Into Survey community continues to expand globally through its network of sponsors and brand ambassadors, the project has grown to include full programs for educators, scholarships, and a ton of resources that will help inspire the next generation of surveyors. So if you wouldn't mind, please show your support of this awesome movement. Please consider becoming a brand ambassador. Help spread the word and bring the geospatial industry together. Let's make the geospatial industry super cool for kids 
and check out GetKidsIntoSurvey.com. That's GetKidsIntoSurvey.com, where you can personally inspire futures geospatial experts. Well kind done. Of, it's kind of like big brothers awesome. and big sisters for <laughs> surveyors, isn't it? I suppose it is, kind of, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I know they're doing a great job with that. And there was a great article, I think I saw it today in American Surveyor. Um, mm, Elaine okay. Ball was interviewed, and she did a great job. She's a great representative of the of the industry as a whole, and her and her team are doing some really cool things. Okay, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Time for liquid deaths. Did you we- hear that, ladies? Yes, ladies. Yes, ladies. Yes. ladies. Mm. Yes. All right, time for liquid deaths. Weekly words of wisdom. Uh, great quote this week goes along with the theme of the show for sure. Teamwork is the ability to work together toward a common vision, the ability to direct individual accomplishments toward organizational objectives. It is a fuel that allows common people to attain uncommon results. That, of course, is Andrew Carnegie. Wow. Very mm. fitting for this evening's show. So let's get on with this evening's show. And here is the reason we're doing this. We've had some changes in the Geoholics over the course of the last few months. And um, just want to kind of let people know what the vision is. You know, you've heard some names, you've heard some voices, now you're seeing some faces. Of course, myself, I am the primary show host and facilitator, I guess. And uh, of course, the only remaining founding member of the Geoholics, uh, Connor O'Gorman, COG. He, Hold on a minute. Don't don't skip ahead. Why? What is your call sign? Gilfie Delph? There you go. Gilfie oh. Delph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DD. Embrace it. You got to embrace it. For yeah. The, yeah, for those those folks that have been listening for a long time, you know where that came from. Um, mm-hmm. Connor O'Gorman, COG, as we call him, he is still going to be one of the editors and kind of like our financial advisor and a guest co-host when we have like guests on that are more along the line of business and finance. Uh, We also have producer Sugar Sean Faber, and he is the permanent producer, permanent co-host, and uh, also the voice of reason, as we're going to call him. I love that. Do you like that? Oh, love it. You're good with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have Dr. Nick Smolowski, and Nick is kind of our client development advisor. He'll be a guest co-host. Anytime we have a you know, GIS, GPS, and education-related guest on, you might hear Dr. Nick. Mark Chief Geek Taylor. That's me. Uh, technical advisor and another guest co-host. So when our guest uh, is on to speak about drones, UAVs, LIDARs, uh business in general and whiskey, you know, of course, would be the, the co-host. Uh, PETA, survey geek girl, as she's well known as, uh, PETA Cox, a.k.a. Pete. She is our graphic designer, so all the graphics that you see on our social media pages, PETA does all those. She's doing a fantastic job. She's also a guest co-host. Anytime we have somebody on talking about education, you know, surveying with an international perspective, and uh, she brings a female perspective as well, which is great. Um, well, I think she referred to herself as the token female before the show. Yes. Mm. She is. Um, yes. And of course, Nick, the kid, Schlosser. Um, um, did he get his, did we get a slip from his mother to come out tonight? <laughs> she said, did he reach puberty? I <laughs> no, no. We already established he hasn't. <laughs> oh. yes. He is our social media advisor. So a lot of the social media stuff you're going to be seeing moving forward is going to be Nick, he's going to do some great things for us and take us to the next level and also be a co-host. And, of course, he brings the younger, aspiring surveyor perspective. Uh, Nick is committed to making our YouTube live function correctly in the future. Yes. That's correct. Yes, yes. Got off to a little rocky start, but I think we're okay. We're we're going to do other videos. What what are some of the ideas that we have for uh, some future YouTube videos in the 
coming up? There are some ideas. And the one idea that I will speak about, mm. um, I hate to let the cat out of the bag because it's going to give somebody the open door to take this idea. Well, then the, but no no, we'll talk about it. it. It's fine. So one of the ideas we have, and if anybody out there listening is interested in <clears throat> being a guest in, in this uh, um What's the word I'm looking for? Shit show? Shit show. Mm. Um, so like yeah. if, you, uh, if you guys are old enough to remember MTV Cribs, right? <laughs> Where full, you know, they would you know, visit rock stars' houses and musicians' houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that and walk around. You know, Here's where the magic happens. Here's my three Ferraris. Here's my you know, whatever. You're describing the Play Bunny Mansion. <laughs> the Play Bunny. Oh, Playboy Mansion. <laughs> the grotto. I thought you were going to say your house. So no. Dr. Nick's nodding his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I plead mm-hmm. the fifth. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to take that idea. This is. We'll see what happens with this. But we're going to take that idea and we're going to adapt it to, you know, geospatial folks. So we're going to go and visit surveyors' houses or whoever, anybody who mm-hmm. wants to do this. And, Great idea. Because surveyors love to talk about, you know, their boats and their course, dogs right. and their this and their whiskey collections and their wives. And I just think it'd be freaking hilarious. Okay. Their husbands. Their husbands. Yes. Yep. Just their saying. wives. Yes. yes. Thank you. Another thing to uh, add to that. Hey, yeah. Nick, sorry, the levels must be off. You need to lower the timbre of your voice. Can we adjust that, please, Sean? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it in post production. Oh, post production, yes. <laughs> You're giving him a complex. No. Another thing to add to that. Hold on a minute. Your mom's calling. Oh. <laughs> to, to Hello, what, love. Okay, so another thing to add to that though is it will be a way that we could broadcast, you know, the geomatic community and show that hey, like we actually have good lives. We make a good living, and it'd be a way mm-hmm. to say hey, we're we're similar to attorneys and doctors, but we have a different route. Sure, I love that's, it. That's a yeah. great idea. You got some other ideas as well that I'm not going to share right now, but secrets. Yeah, geomatic so, professionals are real people too. Geocribs, geocribs, geocribs. Yeah, I that, like that's it. what it's going to be. So mm-hmm. is this going to be like one of those shows where you show up as like the postman and you start talking? And, <laughs> no. You know, and Ashton Kutcher's in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you it. were going a different route. I thought you were going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, so I think the first trip should be to Peter's crib. Absolutely. I was going to say, yes. <laughs> yeah. The one question that I got was when were the geocolics coming to Australia? Oh, man, that's mm. a great question. Right. You know what? We just, we uh, need, we Connor's going to put it in our go. 2023 yeah, was, budget. I was going to say, where's Connor at? He's the yeah, financial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll squeeze it in the budget. He, he said he's on a bus. <laughs> We, we've had this conversation. <laughs> Everybody's got to earn a living, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That is true. We all need opportunities. Connor's working the buses tonight. This is the highlight of my week. Oh, oh no. Oh, so God. the idea of the show was to just kind of get to know everybody a little bit better, like I said, because we've had some changes, some new faces, mm-hmm. some new voices. And that's the idea here. So I, I challenged everybody to come prepared with a couple questions. They're kind of like icebreaker questions. Um, they could be funny. They could be serious. They could be whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of get to know each other that way. I think it'll be interesting and funny at the same time. So with that, though. Do you have a question? No, I don't have a question. With that, <laughs> if, if you're tuning in to the uh, YouTube Live, feel free to ask some questions about us, and then uh, we'll answer them. There you go. There you go. So here's my, here's my first question. Okay, and whoever wants to go first can go first. Uh, who would you add to Mount Rushmore? Wow. Three surveyors and uh, some other guy are currently on there. Who would you add? Dr. Nick, you have to give us your answer. Oh, gosh. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'm thinking. Um, is it political minded? Is it because they? Oh, are it could be anything. It what are be, the criteria? There's no are criteria. They need to be associated with surveyors. You decide. Don't overanalyze. Don't Calvin yes. Coolidge. Calvin mm. Coolidge. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Interesting. See, most people don't even recognize, but uh, he was one of our presidents right around the turn of World War One. He was around during wow. Teddy Roosevelt, a lot of the progressive kind of a lot of the movements going. But a lot of people on one side of the aisle may like may may like him. And I figure I'd name somebody none of, nobody else actually knew. All right. Oh, he went the awesome. he went the political route. I appreciate that. Mm. Connor, Connor O'Gorman joining us late. Yeah, this the uh, it's the transportation in Seattle. What do you expect? What's up, gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, my bus was like, you know, 40 minutes late today, uh, so well, it's all good. And then Kent divulged you're actually working the buses. I was yes. like, really? Is he that hard up? Is rent that much in Seattle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm basically hey, the Uber driver for the that's buses. The, uh, that's the low-lying fruit. <laughs> oh, it the is. The buses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you guys. Hey, man, you lost your tan. Yeah, since Connor just joined, he gets to take the next crack at that question. I don't. Did you hear the question, Connor? I did not hear who the would question. You, who we'll would repeat you, the question? Who would you add to Mount Rushmore? Oh, is it supposed to be political or no? Not? It could no, be anybody. Connor, Off the cuff. The <laughs> give me anybody. Um. Well, I mean, I would say Josh Allen because he's just the greatest player. Oh, of all time. here we go. But. But we could say Baker Mayfield because of that terrible trade that the Panthers made today. Um, Who would they give up? Sean. A fifth round uh, draft pick in 2025. Steal. On Mount Rushmore, I would say Steve Harvey. You love mm. Steve Harvey. I love Huge Steve Harvey. Huge Steve Harvey fan. Wait, wait, please. The, 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 <laughs> I the guy with the perfect dude, mustache? I said the same thing. I'm like, really? Yeah. But then mustache. I, you know what? I did like some watch some YouTube videos and stuff like that. The guy is brilliant. Really? Yes. Then why does he do that show with the Family Feud? It's it's a, it's his uh, shtick. Yeah, he probably wow. makes millions. Should, obviously, you should watch him though. Like Family Feud. Like if you watch these YouTube videos, what's crazy is like he'll go in like during commercial break. He'll do different types of like motivational speaking activities and those type of things. So oh wow. Um, yeah, I really like him. He kind of changed my life in a lot of ways. Like I was, wow. I was in a rut, and I started listening to his videos. And you know, he was homeless for a while, so I have a great, great admiration for him. But yeah, Thanks that's my easy sharing. answer. See, yeah. I, I, I didn't even think outside the perspective of just presidents. I almost want to kind of go again. Gosh, go ahead. You can have a do-over, Doctor Nick. He's gonna pick Tim Bob Johnson. Tim Tebow. Go Gators. Ooh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah, I, I, I love Tim Tebow. I love that guy. Mm. Um, I go, uh, you know, I'm not like this traditional fan of this guy, but I don't understand why Benjamin Franklin isn't one of the, one of the guys on that list or on that statue thing. It seems like he wasn't a president, so he gets overlooked on a lot of stuff. got the short end of the stick, probably. Mm. Just the fact, the whole like beer guy, he was a food beer guy and appreciated life a lot and did a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So for sure, it's my vote. Good. You know, his famous quote, right? Sugar. Yes, I do. It's uh, like a perfect quote for the geoholics. It's um, what was it? Uh, hold my beer, beer is proof that God loves us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. That's pretty good. Peter, do you have an answer for this one? Well, since we're in America, I'll say Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, oh, RBG. All right, yeah. notorious yeah. Ruth. The, the mm-hmm. RBG. That's a good one. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. R.I.P. Chief Geek. Oh God, I have no one. comment. No comment. Homer Simpson. 
Homer Simpson. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He identifies all things American. Donuts. Oh, funny. Beer. Most oh is lack. That's funny. Joe Rogan. No, oh, there you wow. go. Joe Rogan. With or without hair? Uh, without. Oh, I no. liked him in Radio City a mm. lot. I gotta watch it. I've never seen it. I'm a huge ra- yeah. Radio City fan. I gotta. Yeah. I've never it's seen it. Actually, kind of went downhill from there for me. But really, you know, yeah. I'm right a factor all the way. Oh, yeah, fit factor. Yeah, when he'd rip on the hottest chicks. <laughs> Seriously, you're gonna try it that way? I don't think so. Yeah. Don't do it that way. <laughs> ah, <Yeah>. Told you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show. It yeah, was. That guy's worth like three hundred million dollars. Wow. It might be more than that. Somebody should Google his uh, net worth. Okay. Anybody who's got a question? Well, uh, I do. Uh, where would you go if you were invisible? Wow. If I was invisible, I would go to the bank. To steal money? To yes. steal money? Absolutely. Come on. Hmm. If I was invisible, if you could not see me, why, yeah. why not? Good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, it's unethical. I it's, uh, yeah. But, yeah. But how many people would ever be un- invisible? How many, yeah. how many opportunities would you have to do that? I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I would actually go to the White House and see what really goes down. Uh, that's, that's, that was my answer. That's that was my answer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. See, I've I've been in the military and I've had like you know security clearances. It's it's not that crazy. You could you could speculate on certain things, hmm. so you don't need to be invisible. But yeah, that's speculation versus being invisible yeah. Yeah. and hearing yeah. it firsthand. Okay, it, I see. What are you're the Cub Scouts military? <laughs> 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 you got a fucking orientation badge. You know, that doesn't make you in the military. Right, Nick? That's true. Oh, God. Uh, Peter, what do you got? Oh, jeez. I'm really, I'm stumped with this one because I've kind of got a few things in my head, but I don't think I want to say them on. Because you've got to face your neighbors in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hilarious. Yes. I, I immediately went to the White House. Yeah, that did you? Exact, yeah, mm-hmm. that was my exact one. Yep. Yeah. I think just because of current events, I'd say the Kremlin. I'd love to like sit around oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Putin's Ooh. close circle. Yeah. Says the smart guy who can who can speak Russian. How would you get on the plane? You just sneak in, find a little seat. That's you beautiful. Can you can, you can do border. anything you, you want. You go where you want. <laughs> just go to the bank. That's your only. That's he's not that's giving up on the bank chance. one. No, but then it, what are you going to do with money when you no one can see you? But the money's not invisible. You're only, you're only invisible for. You're a just going to carry around bags of cash that's just going to be floating around. <laughs> <laughs> then give, give, give it to poor people. I don't know. Just go to the bank. People have seen Fantastic Four enough. They know the security guards when two bags of cash are trying to walk <laughs> yeah, out the yeah, building. Yeah, they get yeah. smart. <laughs> they're they're going to know who to tackle. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. hilarious. All right, who else? Who's got a question? I actually have one for Peter. Hey, r- real quick, before oh, we do that, on. we have we have some answers to uh, Kent's original question from some fans. Would you guys like to hear yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So Tyler Lapointe, he said Benjamin Benneker. Um, yeah, yeah. And oh, he yeah. said it is a, you know who that is? Yep. Mm-hmm. He said it is a Benjamin self. Benjamin Benneker uh, helped plot and uh, survey Washington, D.C. and was uh, mm-hmm. one of the first African-American uh, surveyors. Oh, yes. Awesome. Yes. Yep. I, I like that. Good one. Because it's a good one. Because when, I mean, when Mount Rushmore was created, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't think of, you know, colored yeah, Well, when, they, when Mount Rushmore was created, they didn't think they were putting three surveyors up there. I'm sure that didn't well, come I, into consideration. I think they did. I think, I think like, they were oh, halfway through is... and they're like, wait a second. Why well, we got three <laughs> we surveyors up. up here? Who let this happen? <laughs> but now that times have changed, I mean, now uh, we can say, hey, like, 
we we see some other people from the past that would add value to Rushmore. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And then we have another one. Um, Nick LaFon said, Rogan, interesting idea. I could get behind that. So he agreed with you. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It, mm. is, po- it is possible. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Um, who, 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 you had something? Yes. So I wanted to ask Peter. Yes. If you had, don't worry, darling. It's safe. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it go, sets go. the mood. So if you had the choice between a, a koala, a roo, a, oh shit, I forgot the other one. There was three of them. Hang on. Koala, roo. Well, that is, yeah. Stingray. No. <laughs> no. Oh, and an aborigine um, as a pet. Which one would you choose and why? No, Mark. No. It was a dingo, actually. Because you remember the famous yeah. story of dingo stole my baby. A oh, dingo yeah. ate my baby. A yeah, dingo yeah. ate my baby, yeah. So a dingo, a roo, and uh, a koala, which would you choose as a pet? Point of order, what's a roo? Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be the koala. Oh, and why? Because I like cuddles. Oh. Hey, you posted something with a bird not too long ago on social media. What was that yeah, thing? That was it was a like kookaburra. A, a kookaburra. Yeah, natural bird of Australia. Is Where the hell have you been? <laughs> not in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, never mind, that was a stupid question. Never mind, keep going. Uh, Connor, do you have an icebreaking question for the group? Oh, I just did. Oh, I got one. I got one. Don't worry. Not about Josh Allen and his personal hygiene habits. I was going to say, if you had to pick one personal hygiene habit of Josh Allen, what would, no, um, <laughs> what would be, if you could choose a different profession, what would it be and why? Mm. Wow. Well, that's easy for me. Go. I'd be an artist surfer. <laughs> artist surfer. So would you be painting oils Wait, or charcoal while surfing? And which one of those are paying you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I could be... Yeah. Who needs money? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, yeah. fair enough. You don't need money to be happy. No. It's true. Just a strong Agreed. man. No, I, don't uh, I think I would be a, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought about this and I, a I surveyor. It's like the, the last thing I would <laughs> That's what the GIS be. guy says. Yeah. I would be yeah. a surveyor. Uh, I, I, would be a, I would be a physician. I'd be a doctor. Really? Wow. Yeah. Dude, I, I can, always, you know what? I've always thought what about, I thought I've for always, sure you'd say attorney. I mean, I, that's what you everyone says. Are argue, you're an arguer. I know, but it's just, I don't know if I like it enough to oh, really do it every pro. day. <laughs> you are a pro arguer. You should be an attorney. All right. All right. Fair enough. Do you mm-hmm. have a doctor, like a, a field of choice, like heart surgeon, brain surgeon? I like cancer doctor because it's, it's I yeah, like colonoscopy. Yeah. yeah, somewhere between <laughs> cancer and ball doctor, you know, somewhere in between there. Urologist. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, what about you, Nick? Honestly, oh, you're not, gonna do that. He wants to be. You're like, I'm exactly what scout. I want to do, and there's nothing <laughs> I would ever <laughs> not want to be. Just a, just a couple months ago, I had like six options. I literally had six options to excel at six different things. Okay, what are the and six this is what I chose. Yeah, macrame, yeah, okay. eagle scout. Is, yeah, this is <laughs> was not an option. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Basket so, weaving doesn't count. I was already in the Air Force, right? So I could have continued down my. I was a staff sergeant and I had a line number for tech, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I could have continued but, down but that we route. We get all that. The question is not what you chose to do. We get that if you, you could chose. Do any, I yeah. wouldn't do anything else. So your choice would be death. Uh, it is survey, yeah, career, or death. Oh, I mean, like my second best choice. That's my the question. Second best choice. <laughs> yes, that is exactly the question. Why do you expect no anything else assist. from a sixteen-year-old? <laughs> no surveying. <laughs> I would yes. be a professional surfer. Okay, you thank you. I love surfing. Uh, yes. I am curious. Which, which you do in Arizona every day? Yes, yes. In Tempe I did Town Lake. Why? Okay, you did I'm curious Hawaii. for Kent. Well, what, what, is your, what is your answer? <clears throat> um, pro- I mean, not that I'm good at it, but I would probably be a professional golfer. Mm. That's pretty, pretty cool. Boring. Yeah. boring. Oh, come Fairly on. Boring. Fairly boring. Have you seen what they're making on the live tour? So yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's had, what are you saying, Nick? Kids, I would have my kid like learn how to play golf because that's the perfect sport to excel at. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly can, difficult you know, to excel at. Speaking of and golf. even harder to be paid for and even harder to be on. I mean, that, that's. Okay. I would be a director of a not-for-profit benefiting homeless people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah, fits yeah, your yeah, personality. Like that fits your personality. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's uh, more, re- it's more um, realistic. Connor, is there, is there any, any profession other than counting beans that would possibly interest you? Surveyor. Mm, I don't count beans anymore. I count Oh, quantitative beans. Oh, no. quantitative <laughs> beans. Oh. Um, I need a nerd alert button. Yeah. Nerd alert. You, you know, <laughs> we can, we you can know what's really funny is I asked that question. I'm like, what would I be? Realistically, I would say an attorney. I've thought about it. Because um, I like arguing and proving people wrong. But I don't know. I, I'm probably an attorney as of now. Okay. I did wow. try to be a loadmaster at one point or thought about being a loadmaster wow. in the Air Force. Oh, that's cool. That's what really what cool. is that? Like the, uh, so you you it's like one of the, it's probably the coolest job in the air force in my opinion it is. like like after i researched it and mm. everything so you help logistically load the plane but then you also fly with the cargo so let, you're you're like flying around the country nice. let, let right? me let me dive into why that is absolutely amazing uh 20 seconds only please <laughs> I love it. We have so, so, so in the military you go on well, TDYs right it. in the air force right and Basically, loadmasters go on TDYs literally every week. So it's a party in a different country every single weekend. And you get paid extra to go on these parties. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. And there's a lot of time off, too. Wow. Yep. And you get to see the world. Yep. Um, Nick, uh, what, what's your question for the group? Wait, I got one other thing to add. Okay, sorry. Like Something that I would love to do, but I mean, I don't have the mental makeup for it. I'm not gifted physically, but I would love to know what it would be like to be a UFC fighter. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know why, but those martial arts, I don't know if you watched the fight last Saturday. I did. Man, yep. Yep. Pretty exciting stuff. I think the first step is bang your face up against that wall <laughs> repeatedly for 30 minutes so, and then answer the question if I, you want to continue down yeah, this path. I just, I would love some guys to, like that and other guys can't do it. I would love to experience that feeling of just being in a cage against another human being and it's like you're it's almost like a roman gladiator type thing you know it's yeah. like god what a feeling you, that's you gotta got be it. november what's that i'll kick your ass oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey if you're listening to the youtube live who do you think would win PETA or kent oh, oh please not even a question please. not even a question <laughs> let's see yeah. your votes i'm going to see all the way yeah. I, I vote Peter. Yeah, oh, Peter and her didgeridoo. Uh, Peter yeah. and the didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah, she'd Don't come out there in the kangaroo. No, 
<laughs> no, no. I mean, no. Kent's got the the oh muscle God. definition of milk-fed veal, so I think he would uh, <laughs> get pretty taken down pretty well. His his sport of passion is curling. Come on, for Christ's <laughs> sake, that yeah. is that is pretty Says cool, it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh Says it all. God. What about pickleball? Um, what the hell is pickleball? Now, Explain it. Now a pickleballer. Like pickleball. What is ah, it? Pickleball is great. Pickleball. I don't even know what it is. It's finally making its way to Australia now. I think it's been here for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I do have a question from a viewer, actually, that was sent in via uh, LinkedIn, as a matter of fact. And they want to know what your biggest accomplishment this calendar year is. Wow. That's a good Ooh. one. Mm. Like, person oh. too many. Shall, shall I go first? Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Sure. Yeah, now's your time to brag. Yeah. Time to brag. <laughs> it's my time to brag. I've got a few, but, like... You know, my podcast got 10,000 downloads, so that's pretty exciting for me. What is the name of your podcast? Ooh. Podcast is Defining Boundaries. Oh. Me. There you go. Uh, is it on Spotify? <laughs> Tell us where it is so other where, people where can it check is? it out. Plug it. Spotify, Apple, whatever it is. That you, that it's on about eight different <coughs> platforms. Just Google it. Hey, go to my website, petercox.com, and you'll find it. Nice. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Dot com. Wait, free plug. Don't get used to it. Yeah. Uh, no, my, my most important one that has happened this year happened on Sunday, and I've been developing a course to deliver to surveyors to give them qualifications at a technical level, and it's just been approved, and hopefully I'll be up and running delivering in August, September. Nice. Across Australia, first ever. It's yeah. a big deal. Wow. That, is, yeah. that is awesome. It is a huge Massive. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. Mm. Congratulations. So, That's so awesome. So question for you, Peter, being that you're in Australia, do you put the base on the ground and the tripod in the air? <laughs> This isn't the upside. It's one of those opposite <laughs> things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start on the ground. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> one thing I was telling the story: uh, the horses in Australia run the opposite way. No, on the not tracks. on every track. Not on not every on track. Every track. On, only some of them. Okay, on some of them. That's what about crazy. the what about the running the human tracks? They all oh, I don't know about that. Direction? I don't know about that. I, I I just I stumbled into an off track betting thing like late one night. I was freaking drunk, and I'm like, there's nothing to bet on. <laughs> like, I got a track bet on something. Australian horse. <laughs> so it's like, the only thing I could bet on was was Australian horse Australian horse racing, and they were running the wrong way. way. They were going the wrong way. I was like, what is going on here? It's so surreal. It's crazy. Like my horse so, is finally winning. So did you did you make any? You know, how'd your bets do? Oh hell, I don't know. Probably like the rest of my bets. Mm. Uh, Kent, I think it's your. Uh, by the way, Peter, that was awesome. Great Huge answer. Absolutely. Yeah, Nothing we're getting ready to say in yeah. will any way compare to that. True. Mm -hmm. No. Kent, what's the question? Exciting. You asked it. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest accomplishment this calendar year. What would that be? Hmm. <laughs> Hiring uh, Nick Schlosser. Oh. oh my goodness! That is <laughs> that is that is. You have to explain. You have to explain. You have to explain. I, I need to know why. Yes, yes. Um, Violated child labor laws and all. Uh, what else? What else did I accomplish this year? Wasn't something I accomplished? But you something... gotta explain that one. Why? What part? I want to know why. Like, why is it an accomplishment? He was joking. Game, Don't was worry a game about changer. it. Game changer. Yeah. It's a, you're a game changer, dude. Yeah. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I've been putting off for probably three years that I, I don't want to say it was an accomplishment, but I finally did it, uh, mm -hmm. getting allergy shots. It has yeah, changed wow. my life. Oh, it's good. It's absolutely changed my life. 
Hmm. As I'm hacking tonight, of course, but yeah. oh my God, this allergy season has been so much better. So if, much better. if you're listening or, or watching, he had his arms were swollen. Oh, from the shots. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. From all the curling. All the curling. Yes. For the girls. Yes. I like to curl. Uh, Mark Taylor. Oh, man. Oh, Christ. Um, I, I have to say I am super duper blessed um, to get to do what I do as a, as a second career. And I have to say it was last weekend, and it sounds might sound a bit pretentious, especially with my accent, but I did a – live production with National Geographic from London for the Pride Week up in Window Rock. Wow. Uh, yep. Nice. That's pretty good. Awesome. I am so confused. Congrats. It's pretty good. Yep. Well, but you said London and Window Rock. So National Geographic have uh, been doing a series all over the mm. world of Pride Week. And mm. what was important about Pride was the LBGT community in the Navajo Nation. Mm-hmm. So we got to film it, but because of COVID for the last two years, they do everything remotely now. So we had the producers and the executive producers um, feeding into the drone pilot and the camera crew and the interviews that we were running and directing is that way. And the talent was very, very challenging in the fact they were supposed to be the grand dame of the parade at 8.30 in the morning with a hundred other very proud Navajo Native Americans, and she didn't show up. Oh, jeez. Oh, so wow. we had to track her down at 1 o'clock when she was getting ready and uh, then got to interview her and do all the other stuff. So um, awesome. I was different countries and managing all that. Good. I'm sorry. I, I didn't you, want to ruin you your moment. No, no. I was going to just add. you have to disclose when that's released? Um, yeah. Um, I'll let everybody know, but it's supposed to be um, 1st of August. Along with because they also were filming at the same time in New York, so for the Pride for the uh, Pride Month, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Great job, man! Thanks. Hey, I'm proud to know you. You too, brother. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'll go next, please. Uh, It's gonna sound kind of cheesy, cheesy, but it is doing this. This is uh, this is a. Step out for me and doing something like this is exciting and nerve-wracking. great, nerve-wracking and fun. And uh, it's a big, ch- you know, I talk a lot, but it's usually in settings of people that I know well enough that I can cuss out and not have to worry about their reactions. And this is a different, it, different kind of out thing of your comfort zone. Out you of my comfort zone, job. and uh, yeah. it's it's exciting, and I love it, and I appreciate. Uh, so I, I got to tell a story <clears throat> when I heard that you know Connor was. Um, still going to be involved with the podcast, of course, but he was moving out of state. I knew that we had to get somebody on board. And Sean actually came to me and said, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm looking for somebody. And Sean's like, you just found him. i who's awesome. that? He's like, it's me. I'm like, are you sure? He goes, yep. And all I can say is he's jumped in with both feet and has uh, done a f- phenomenal job. And it never ceases to amaze me. It's like every week he comes up with something else. So uh, we appreciate you being here. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, and I love the fact that you took the opportunity to go outside your comfort zone. I'm a huge yeah. believer in doing shit like that. That's the only way you grow as people. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Step so, through the door. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, Doctor Nick, you just talked calendar uh, year. Let's see. Um, just logistical stuff. So I, you know, uh, moved from Arizona, the Phoenix area, to Boo. the Austin area. Come back. 
come back. Yeah, and um, so we, we, we sold our 2,400 square foot home um, and everything basically we owned and uh, moved into a 38 foot camper. And so I've I, done that. you can tell this is actually a camper window behind me, but I live in an RV now and a van down by the river. Mm, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> it was, it was really cool, but capitalizing on the market conditions. But the second thing is it's hard to get rid of a house full of stuff, but the mm. moment you get rid of it, you're like, I didn't need any of that at all. And Absolutely. It's, minimalism. It's, yeah. Minimalism. So I don't know. It's been a, it's been a cool journey. I'm not going to say I'm living in an RV forever, but, uh, you know, to support my wife, it's it's been a cool move, and Texas is a is a very cool place. So so far, so good. Congrats, man! That's really cool. Thank you. So, Doctor Nick, who spells his name the same as or his first name the same as mine? God, we, we, we do man crush. we do have a, real quick, real quick. We Jesus. do have a viewer that spells his name incorrectly, but pronounces it the same as I do. His name is Nicholas Slosher. But he pronounces it, or he spells Are it Are you still on this guy from like six yeah, weeks yeah. ago? He's a viewer. Is this, oh my God. Is this the Florida, best thing right? that no, no, has no. happened to no, you but listen, this calendar listen, real quick, year? Real quick, real quick. Finding your clone? No, no, no. I'll, I just wanted to say that real quick. Just okay. Wait, well, he was Nick in the shit, Navy. Uh, uh, Coast Guard. Uh, but, oh, even hey, better. The yeah, even, fifth of six branches now. Yeah. <laughs> Space cadet. But I'm not going to uh, let you speak for you because you're a 12-year-old. When, when I was in the Air Force, Dr. Nick, and when I lived in Florida, <laughs> I lived in a camper for two years. It was the best experience I've ever had. Just, just a simple living experience. You really realize what actually matters because – you don't have much besides your camper and your vehicles and what you do. And your smalls. Mm. Yeah, and if you don't like your neighbors, you pack your shit up and you leave. Nice. <laughs> That's true. And that, no, no, he's not wrong. It's true. No. Just go, go, go to the next campsite. <laughs> you know? So, so since I'm talking, I will, uh, I'll, I'll say what the best thing that happened to me this year was. Yeah, well, yeah, when isn't he? I mean, he's, somebody take the guy off Ritalin for Christ's sake. <laughs> No, oh, don't. No, don't. <laughs> That'd be no, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Turn around the survey department, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In 12 We're seconds. It's not Nick, yeah. it's Ridlin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how do you study 40 hours a week and then go yeah. to work? 37.5 milligrams, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Extended release. <laughs> oh, man was a lot of accomplishments it's, it's, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to choose one I, mean, I, sold, I sold two houses at the market peak that's crazy mm -hmm. uh, there's a bunch of other things are you like old enough to here. get a mortgage yeah. oh, your wife did it no me oh okay i'm the one with the better credit score 800 credit score that's okay pretty for hard a to va get. that's pretty good yeah, yeah it was really low yeah sorry i'm ripping on i apologize he, he, to the viewers for picking on the 12 year old we we I'm have sorry. a love just because he's so adorable love love relationship yes but he's like it, a new puppy. Well, congrats on selling the houses. I, I that was my first house I had sold and it's mm -hmm. it's a process. It's not an easy thing to buy and sell houses. You know, there's it's amazing how much legality goes into all the documents right. and the different things. Yeah. Good but thing I married a future attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, but but to, to to jump off of that, the biggest accomplishment that I had happened. Not too long ago, and that was being married to my wife for a year. Aww. Aww. So, hey. so sweet. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, you, you made it a year. So cute. Yeah. <coughs> it was the best year of my life. In 10 years, oh. you'll be celebrating your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 
<laughs> Sorry, being a realist, not an asshole. You notice I'm still married. Yeah. You notice yeah. that rebound? Yeah. He just shits on her credit score, and then <laughs> pretty and then much. Yes. Goes, oh, she wow. has a good credit Karen score, but my, mine is just really this high. Mortgage process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she okay. Uh, I just mentioned she's going to school to be an attorney. She's not a surveyor, so she has student loans. I don't because I'm a surveyor. You don't I'm need smart. to get combative and defensive, yeah. Pookie. It's, it's, it's okay, all good. Buddy. Pookie, okay. we love you. Hey, Nick. Honestly. So I have to tell you, I have been seriously considering um, doing what you've done. With his hair? No, his hair's gorgeous. He's growing a man bun. So, Nick, the question for you is, considering that I'm trying to move uh, to Latin America, I can't find a bloody RV that has a big enough crapper and a shower for a fat six foot three, 280 <laughs> pound guy. They make them... They, they do? Because I need to find one. Because I, 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 you're custom. Custom. The cust- custom. All right. Okay. It, it might yeah. cost you more. I don't care. Are you living in an RV in Latin America? No. So, seriously. I think my you have to retrofit the sink. Is how, do you really want to live in it? the best idea there. Hmm? It's, it's an amazing experience. Because my house will never be worth this because no other freaking idiot will pay for it uh, in the next six months with interest rates the way they were. I was, mm-hmm. You know I was a mortgage banker for 25 years. Um, and our Sorry. rental property is through the roof that's 40 years old. It will never be worth what it's worth today. So just cash out. I'm ready to move to Belize anyway and live, seriously live do in it. a van down by the river. Yeah. Do it now. I would love to do that. Because the rental, uh, two-bedroom <laughs> rental right now, in a bad part of town, in a C plus uh, apartment building, it's going for seventeen hundred bucks. Mm. I don't know that. What do you What do you get your studio for? Four hundred square feet for nine grand a month or something? Yeah, yeah basically. Like no, we we have uh, it's it's a small three bed. I mean, we have, like my office is an eight by nine. But is that your office uh, slash kitchen slash the riv- living room slash den? Basically, basically. Uh, no, it's thirteen. It's it's uh, twelve seventy five is the square footage on it. So thirteen hundred. Let's mm-hmm. round up. And uh, it's thirty three hundred dollars a month. Jesus, smoking wow. deal. So, just to put it in perspective, I mean, obviously you have to buy the camper, so you're gonna have to amortize that over, you know. Yeah, but it's tax deductible. People don't realize that. I, I pay six hundred dollars all in. Uh, that's that's the camp spot. That's cable TV, uh, power, water, and so if I can make six hundred dollars a month, I have a place I can live. And that's mm. kind of going rates for like a month to month rental. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. And I mean, you have all the, you know, the amenities here. I'm right on the river. So like San Marcos River is right behind us. So it, if you can, well, I don't have, I think I have about 37 square feet, but it works. Um, it what type of, what type of RV are you in? Are you in a travel trailer? You know, you need C, to take us outside with your laptop. I, I think we found uh, our first geo cribs. Geo cribs, we're coming. <laughs> Let me know what your availability <laughs> is in the next salary. three weeks. Hey, yeah, we'll parlay it with a trip to uh, Garrison Brothers. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, geo cribs will will come to my place, and you basically trip, and then you're through the place. Garrison no. Brothers <laughs> is like forty eight minutes door to door from where I am now. Oh. But, uh, it's a grand design travel trailer, so thirty eight hmm. foot. Yep. It's the biggest you can get before you get to the fifth wheel gooseneck. Right. Yeah. Uh, because Copy then you got to adapt your truck and everything. Yeah. Uh, Connor, um, biggest accomplishment yes. this year? Leaving um, the geoholics. Um, I'm guessing I know what it is, but please, please tell us. Two, I would say. I've, I've, got, I've got two big accomplishments. One is, of course, the obvious, like getting the new career, the job, you know, going into investment banking and, and you know, working with engineering, construction businesses and agriculture and those type of things. Um, it's been great two days. 
fantastic, nice. you know, onboarding process. I think I think my, my my other accomplishment is, you know, it happened last year, but within the 12 months is coming on to to the firm that everybody a lot of people work with um, in in Arizona, Alta, and then getting to meet some people and then getting plugged in, uh, you know, throughout connections and those type of things into the geoholics and, and getting to know sugar and, and Dilfy Dilf and, and Mark Taylor and, you know, everybody involved, Nick and Nick and Peter. <laughs> That's sweet. I saved the best for last. Last, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Peter, did, did you have any questions? You have a question, right? Wait, real fast, real fast. I just want to shout out Sean. I do miss you talking shit daily to me. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you don't work for a survey firm. That's what it is, yes. Uh, Peter, do you have a question for us? Uh, Icebreaker, anything. <laughs> I know you came prepared. Yeah, I did. I've got lots because that's what I do. Um, okay, so if you could have the power to teleport right now, where would you go? Is this in time or in space or both? This is a trick question. Anyway, I'd, I'd want to go to the moon. I, dude, I was going to say the moon. Mm. Stop! Get out I of my head! God. Get out of my head! Right, You're right, creeping right. me. Somebody's got to go there first. It I might know, as well right. be us. Yeah, exactly. I'd go to the moon. As as people, the first people the that have ever been there, yes. or first people that have ever been there. Yeah, to without the moon? to the, the moon. moon. Yeah, without a spaceship, without the stupid oh, suit and all oh, that. We're, we're not ca- oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm not going to go there. No, yeah. we've never been there. <laughs> we've never been there. I pull out my deck chair. Mount Everest. Oh, nice. I would teleport to the Oval Office in the middle of an important meeting. Mm. Invisible. I wouldn't be invisible. invisible. Would no, 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 I would not be invisible. I would just teleport. I would just teleport in the middle of a important meeting and be like, what the hell just happened? And be like, I can teleport. I, I would I pay you to do that. Good I got a question. Keep going. Keep going. Teleport. And nobody's, not everybody's answered, right? Sugar Sean, where would you teleport? I mean, I mean, I was going to say the moon, but that's kind of boring. Yeah, it's you'd boring. just be with us, I mean, but we'd welcome you. Neil Armstrong did it yeah. in a spaceship. Oh, shit. Yeah. We just want to have a conversation? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you think about it, he, he I was did trying it everything I possibly could not to go there. So yes. I would say <laughs> I would like to teleport to oh. Tokyo. Okay. That's cool. Why? Just because I've never been there and I want to teleport in like the smallest little apartment ever and just live like. Uh, Tokyo resident for a little bit just to check it out. You want to cool. see if Godzilla's real? Go I, on, mean, I mean, I want to be on the good side on Godzilla for once, so mm-hmm. I want to be on like that ah! yeah. instead of the guy like yeah. killing the, you know. Yeah, I uh, like that. Japan is a really cool country. I've been there. It's it's pretty uh, interesting. It's because he can teleport and he's invisible. <laughs> he's been there, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Connor, 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 what, what do you got? Ooh. Would I teleport to Josh Allen? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen's house and mm. hang out. Uh, I would I would teleport to Guam. Guam? I've always huh? wanted to go to Guam. Oh, so. right. Interesting. To the detention base? No, my, my dad was stationed there oh. for two years in the Air Force. So then oh. my parents like Guam's always nice. talk about mm. it. So I've always, yeah. I bet you Nick. By the way, Invisible Man's been there. Been Probably, there. Been <laughs> yeah. highway. Invisible yeah. Man. Guam's, Guam's a cool place, is it? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. Anybody else? Have you ever seen that that like Netflix movie on Guam with like the Christmas? It's a Christmas movie with the Air Force and stuff. It's filmed on Guam and it's pretty right. realistic. My parents said. No, I haven't seen it. I'll watch but it. I gotta get out more. Yeah, really. Well, you're Can so I... into curling. Not really. But, no, but that takes up most well, of your life. 
No. I wish mm. I had time to do more. All right, the kid. You've been everywhere in the world. Cause Not everywhere. So if you could teleport I, anywhere, where would you go? I, I said the White House. In the middle of an important meeting. Oh, okay. I'd like, I did, boom, I'm, I'm sorry. There. I didn't take that serious. Doc, I, I, yeah, I, I would walk in. We just weren't paying attention. I would have a cape. <laughs> and I, I, I would come in and I would go... I can teleport. Yeah. We're, we're 40 minutes in and we've already tuned you out. Think, think about how much of a weapon I would be. <laughs> yeah. According to your oh, wife, not much. <laughs> so she's like, club me like a puppy seal. Bastard. Oh, nope. Man. It's not going to happen. I'm nice you know? and gentle with her. She's, a, she's my sweet angel. Yes. Mm. If, if, you're, if you're from the army, you'd be so able sweet. to do it. But no. Dr. I, Nick, I do have you have, answered? Oh. I did. I was yes. thinking Mount Everest. Because oh, yeah. 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 I'm not up there on my own. You know, yeah. kind of the highest point on Earth. That's but it's similar cool. to the moon, as in you when you get there, what are you going to do? We're going to yeah, laugh at all you guys. Exactly. Look yeah, around I'm for gonna, a second. I'm say Mars, Kent. So, so you're not Mars. about too hot. to the survey. Journey, you're about the destination. Yeah. Well, the whole idea is you teleport there. It's not. You don't have to do a journey. You just. I want to find there. Transformers. Would, Shut the refrigerator. <laughs> on the dark side of the Why moon. Why is the refrigerator open? Sorry, Nick. Sugar Sean. You better go catch it. I was going to say, I'd get up there and like have a good glass of scotch, you know, a good Cohiba, Ooh. and I would contemplate existence. I wow. totally with you, man. Here, let, let me yep. ask this question. Uh, yep. I got a new I'll question. I'll with you. Oh, so, cool. Come along, Peter. This, this is a question that we asked Bring your surfboard. a long time ago, and I get to know the Geoholics show. If you could combine two animals to create the ultimate animal, what would it be? A lion and a tiger. A uh, liger. No. 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 That no, would be a no. beast. It would be a beast, but is that the it'd ultimate be, animal? It'd be confused. Yes. It'd be confused. Mm -hmm. I think I'd go a uh, chameleon and a shark. What? Interesting. Oh, that's scary. Interesting. It's weird. It could go that's anywhere. Like the next Sharknado movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sharknado 17. Mm. Yeah. This is hot. This I'm is thinking hot. like a snake and an elephant. The trunk can like bite people. Actually, Kent's on to something because the elephant is the only mammal with a prehensile penis. So, Nick, you can look that up because you don't know what prehensile is, but um, it can actually move and find its way. It's like a snake. I'm like, I'm onto something, right? You're you're totally onto something. Yes, I totally agree. Then what would you be? I I'd be me because I am too. Different animals stuck and together. And those are um, asshole and douchebag. <laughs> the, the rare extinct yes. douchebag yes. has come out. Douchebagosaurus. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> we thought yeah. we lost him in the 08, 09 years, but he's back. So, so Peter, would you be <laughs> a uh, yeah. kangaroo and a koala, or what, what would you be? Just because I'm from. That's not the only <laughs> animals. Okay. It like. That's Australianist. Seriously? Not everybody they looks like Chris Hemsworth over there. Come on now. Yeah. I would mix like a chinchilla and like a French bulldog and sell the hell out of it. Oh, like yeah. That, yeah. That would be cool. That's, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Fair enough. You yeah. stole my idea. I was going to say koala and golden retriever. Mm. Talk about a cuddle bug. Oh. Yeah. It could mm -hmm. jump really high and catch your, you know. Mm -hmm. It's so weird hearing Connor say <laughs> cuddle bug. Mm. Yeah, it's not, not normally in his vocabulary. Sweet though. Must be, that, must be that sweater like, vest. It's really, really comforting. Peter, what's yours? It's not a sweater vest. It's a 
Yeah, mm. I don't know. I've got dolphin in my head, mm-hmm. but I can't <laughs> work out what to put it with. Yeah. <laughs> a whale. Peter, out of great respect for you, I'm going to leave that comment alone. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Please do. We're, we're, at the, we're at the line. Put it with a box. <laughs> Copy. Okay. Yes. It's fine. Do you, do you I, have a... I have a question. Because okay. he's pointing at himself. Yes. Okay. Like we can't see him. A- everyone has to answer this one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, what is it? Okay. Everyone has to answer this. What oh. is your pre-podcast routine? Like, there's the, like there's a routine to what you do before you come to the podcast. What, what, what usually is it? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Yeah. I want to hear boss. So, my that. routine starts... I don't know, probably the week before. I have a routine that leads up to the actual podcast every week. So you week. get pumped up before? Like, well, yeah, but it's just like certain things. Like send out the questions, you know, start to compile the show based on the responses to the question. But the day of the show, right? Yep. The day of the show. I wake up. First of all, I don't sleep good the night before. Every night? Every Well, the night before the show. Yeah, like every night before the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still get wow. super amped up about it. And my mind's just racing a thousand miles an hour, like faster than it normally is. And then I wake up the next day and I typically send out a text to everybody and says, HPD, happy podcast day. Um, and M- then, missed that one today, by the way. I didn't do it today. Can you know why? Because my whole week is fucked up because we had Monday off. I didn't even think about it being Wednesday today. Mm. It's just weird. God, me too. The weirdest way. I'm thinking, honestly... I'm switching gears here, but when it comes to having holidays on a Monday, I'd almost fucking rather work, to be honest with you, just because it messes up my week completely. I agree. But yeah, so anyways, um, typically before the show, probably, uh, I mean, Sean and I have met for beers a couple times at a brewery right down the street, Walter Station. Mm, Love Walter Station. Walter Station, free plug, don't get used to it. Uh, (laughs) A little dinner, a couple beers, just to, you know, get primed a little bit, talk about Mm -hmm. about life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good pregame. Great pregame, but no, I mean, it's, there's there's definitely some preparation, more mental preparation until the uh, the eating and drinking. I guess that becomes physical, but um, yeah. Uh, mine is uh, four o'clock at Walter Station. <laughs> Get a little bite to eat, a couple beers, and then uh, just about I need about solid twenty minutes to think about just in, digest, yeah, re-energize and get ready. Yep, that's code for take a dump. Correct. I'm coming. <laughs> Thank you. I'm what about you, COG? He's late. Uh, well, I mean, the, there's two parts. To this. Get on the bus. In person and non non in person. So sometimes I was working late, so I'd come rushed. But typically, I try to print off all the materials about an hour or two before, keep it on my desk, so I could like in downtimes look at it, review it, like be working and like have it in front of me. And then uh, I would do research the night before. Uh, on the person that we were interviewing just so I could understand because I have no idea what freaking surveying is. So I had a <laughs> lot to learn. Uh, now I just wait at a bus stop hoping that the bus will come on time. Uh, and I, I think a lot of the things happen post episode. So I'll, I'll listen to the raw clip typically like Saturday morning. I, you know, we post on Sunday afternoon. So I'll talk a little bit about our, our editing process uh, for the viewers. So I'll wake up Saturday morning, listen to the raw clip uh, at least halfway, if not fully through. Um, And then in addition, I'll start editing it in the afternoon once I start thinking about like what we need to edit throughout that process. So mostly Mark Taylor comments, but you know, yeah. And I'll say this um, between Connor and 
Sean now, both doing editing. Um, these guys are perfectionists. Like I feel like I'm a yeah. perfectionist, but these guys take it to a whole nother level. Right. So they will literally, Sean takes notes throughout the episode while we're recording. If there's gaps, if there's coughs, if there's whatever, a beer can opening and whatever, a lot of that stuff we keep in, but Sean's very meticulous about that. Just like Connor is. And between the two of them, they, uh, they edit what I believe is the, uh, the perfect episode. Well, nice. I appreciate that. To, ba- to to piggyback off that too with Sugar is like I, I knew Sean like like taking over the producing role when I left was going to be great because the first time that I got the notes, which was a crazy episode to edit, is like it, it, I opened his notes up, and that's why I loved working with him. Was wow. oh, I know exactly where Sean's going with it. I, I can I can take what Sean's wanting and and kind of run with it and know, uh, which is nice. But uh, I am a perfectionist and some. I mean, Kent can attest to it and I'll say my faults sometimes is like, I want everything perfect. And so until it's perfect, I won't get it out. And so that's the issue. So, yeah. Yep. Appreciate awesome. It. Peter. Sugar, what's your, oh, Peter, pre podcast routine for her podcast. And this will be a good yeah, perspective. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, for my podcast, um, I probably go, oh crap, I've got to record today. <laughs> I write up my this is hilarious. And. I jump on at the time that we're supposed to record and off I go. (laughs) Seriously, I don't have anything. (laughs) This morning I was like, I slept in because I had a bad night's sleep last night and um, made a cup of tea, had a late shower and sat here at my desk waiting, just waiting. Patiently (laughs) waiting. Waiting. Longing to be on. Peter, let me ask you this. Um, How do you go about... Um, like scheduling guests? Like, do you do it strategically? Are you like, okay, I've had somebody talking about this. Now I need to have somebody talking about this. I mean, how do you, how do you go about no. that? No, I just try and, so I've got a Calendarly app um, where I've just blocked out certain do- days and times and they fill out a questionnaire when they say that they want to come on. They fill out a questionnaire. The link gets sent to them for them to book in a time that suits them, which suits me. If you're overseas or something, then I'll say, you know, if none of those times suit, let me know and we can organize a different time. Uh, hey, hey, Peter, I, are, 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 I got a quick question. Yeah. Are you interested oh. in having a professional civil engineer on your podcast? Just wow. curious. Sure. Mm. Yeah, because okay. it, I'm not just talking to surveyors. I'm talking to people who are within... The industry as such. So, why, you come on. well, no. Now we got to find a civil engineer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, a decent one. <laughs> a decent yeah. one. Yeah, yeah a decent. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah, there you yeah. Go. There we go. What about a rugby player? A fo- Wait, can I ask a follow up question to mm. Peta and Kent? As as founders of podcasts, what's your biggest fear? Wow. Ooh, no one during listens. an episode or like with it, I'm just kind of curious. Probably co yeah. host going off the ball, you know, off the rails. Well, see, I don't have co-hosts. <laughs> Me. So. Yeah. Me. What about a bunch <laughs> of degenerates wrong, taking it over? <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me it's just making sure that I get something up each fortnight, having something up there. So it's a kind of pressure on myself and I'm not very structured. I don't – I'm not very organized, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, for me it's like – I am super passionate about adding value every show. You know, obviously our tagline is add value, make friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, Glensky. I do believe that was episode six, if I remember right. Yes. Um, but 
I mean, I, I just want to make sure we add value every show. And there are a couple times when we're done recording and I, I question whether or not we provided value, but never fails. When I listen to the episode, I'm like, that was fucking good. We absolutely provided value. And of course, we always make new friends. Um, but as long as we're adding value with every show, I feel like our, our, our listenership, I guess, is going to continue to grow. And as we expand, um, you know, having guests on overseas and things like that, and, uh, of course, having friends like PETA um, who have helped out tremendously, helped out tremendously. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I'm excited for the future. There's no doubt about it. I mean, podcasting is where it's at. Um, I still feel like we're doing something fairly unique, and our listenership continues to grow. So I think we're, we're doing the right thing. I, but I think one thing that does concern me um, is we need to, like, do something different. I feel like we always need to do Agreed. something different yeah. to add value. I don't know exactly what it is all the time, but it's like the geocribs thing. You know, that's something kind of cool. You know, there's a couple other ideas. There's always ideas rolling around in my head. It's just, about, what do you think about those uh, remote shows or the? Oh, the yeah, no, I love those. Events. Absolutely, yeah. that's huge for us when yeah. we do the road shows. And, you should uh, go to a conference, Sean. It's it was a blast, blast right? Yeah. Yeah, Absolute yeah. blast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first time was in, in Denver at the Bad Elf booth. That was that was great. And that was just kind of the first time we even tried to do something like that. It was always the intention to do that. But then, of course, COVID hit and that really you know put a damper on those things. But um, Geo Week in Denver in the Bad Elf booth was super cool. I thought uh, it was the Naughty Gnome booth. The Naughty Gnome booth. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was super yeah. successful. And then, of course... Yep, the Western mm-hmm. Regional Surveyors Conference. Yeah, that was Just fun. some of these other things we did with Topo Dot, and even you know with uh, Horses Help and uh, the Common Charles was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much how people just love it once they put the headphones on and you start talking. It's like they're hooked. Yeah, they love it. You know, but yeah, I just I like I just want to add value. That's it. To to piggyback off, I can't off wait that. to be live in November with you guys. Oh my god, it's gonna go. be awesome. Let's go. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be awesome. To to uh, piggyback off of what Kent said and what uh, Sean said earlier in the podcast, um, jumping out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is something where you, where it yep. really changes you. For and, sure. And, and the cool thing is, is most people that haven't um, either been on the podcast or a podcast before and their guests or People at these uh, these events that just put the headphones on, get behind the microphone, they they jump out of their comfort zone. I mean, it's it's not an everyday thing yep. to be on a podcast. Yep. Although I wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no. Quick question for yeah, Mark Taylor: um, Have you ever been out of your comfort zone? Good question. So yes, um, and you can tell um, when I start getting stupid with the humor. Ah, ah, that's my that's my defense <laughs> is that, is mechanism. That's your defense. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but um, I'm also a big believer that if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing as a human. Ah, love it. Huge yeah. believer. Love yeah. it. Oh, yes. Be comfortable so, with yeah. uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, like yeah. for example, we've taken on lidar, and um, if you guys remember the movie Johnny Mnemonic, mm. I uh, Keanu Reeves where he plugs his head in. Um, hey Nick, that would be an older movie before you were born, but well worth watching. So yep. there are days I wake up and go, <laughs> I don't have enough room in my brain. I'd like to plug in and delete a whole bunch of shit so I can fit this really important stuff in my brain. And um, Nick, I'm learning the uh, emissivity and reflectance uh, for correct LIDAR data for uh, the geospatial tie-in and all that good stuff. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of LIDAR projects and 
the cost of LIDAR is frightening, but uh, we're going to make yes. the commitment for the investment. And uh, talking about five echoes versus three, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, Peter, let me ask you this real quick. Um, yep. how, long ago have you, how long have you been doing your podcast? Mm, two years in October. Two years. So uh, yeah. what made you take the plunge to actually doing a podcast? I mean, is this something you always thought about doing or was it, what was it? No, it wasn't something I always thought about doing. It was more um, a bit of a combination of when I, when I left TAFE, where I used to go to all uh, conferences and things like that and speak to the surveyors and everything. And I left there and was going back to industry and then COVID hit. So I really was starting a new job, sitting at home in my little pokey office, speaking to nobody. And then I kind of thought, I've got time, I want to write a book, or maybe I could do a podcast where I can actually capture the surveyors and their stories. And that was my biggest thing, was capturing the surveyors' stories and having them somewhere, because they always used to tell all these cool stories. So I sort of thought, well, I don't know if I can write a book yet. So podcast it was. And yeah, I sort of spoke to Michelle um, about it because it came up in a conversation. I said, yeah, I want to do that. And she came up with the name. And then I was on Elaine's Geo Jabber on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she knew that I wanted to do it. And she basically put me on the spot and she said, when is it starting? So I had mm. to give a date. And yeah, I was kind of pushed out of my comfort zone. And yeah. Is that, is that book still going to happen? It'll happen. I don't know when and I don't know what about. Do you mean you are pushed out of your boundary? <laughs> no. Oh, look at that. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yeah, Outsawed the hey, boundary. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> working, working on the sound effects. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Hilarious. awesome. Well, I've, got a, I've got a fun, fun question. Um, just a quick old quick super fast answer if you had and Peta, uh just assume this could be uh for australia too but if you had to vote for the next president or prime minister and you had to pick between elon musk okay jeff bezos oh and bill gates who would you pick uh, it's a no-brainer no, for me that's a no-brainer i know it's gonna be funny to hear your answer is though you want me to go first yeah yeah, yeah. I thought, okay. you said you spoke first that's what the rule is <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk for me. Yeah, no brainer. Yep. Mm -hmm. the, the, real quick, real quick. No. The reason why. No, 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 no. Real quick. You real say quick. it and that's it. Or no, it would be president. So yeah. uh, Bill, okay, Elon, uh, Jeff, or Bill. Bill, yeah. I would go with Bill Gates after reading the article of who makes more money, the nerd or Michael Jordan. And he made half a million dollars more by taking a pee because it was longer than Michael Jordan. So he gets my vote. Uh, I'm going to agree with with Mr. Uh, Big Geek here. Uh -huh. uh, it seems like he's had his finger on the pulse for a much longer period of time. And as the largest landholder ho of farms right now, over 1%, he's got something up his sleeve. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. How, about, how the, about you, Peter? As you kind of think, who? what are they bringing to the table and what are they going to do? benefit everybody with so i think they all sort of have something mm -hmm. they do but you still have to pick one mm. Mm. you do you're on the spot i think i'm gonna go bill as well there you go oh, nice really? but don't hold windows 98 against him 
Windows Vista. Oh, yeah, Vista. Everyone has a Windows Vista. Yeah, I agree. Who, who would yours be, Nick? I don't know. I think it would be pretty close between Bill and Elon. I think Elon's pushing a lot of the boundaries, uh, and I kind of like that eccentricness. Yeah. But Bill Gates, yeah. I mean, you mentioned um, farming. So when I worked at RDO Integrated Controls, RDO is one of the biggest distributors of John Deere equipment in the world. It is. Right. And uh, the, the Bill Gates uh, fund, so Bill Gates Investment Group, would come in, and I actually got to meet a bunch of those investors and they just do a ton of stuff. I mean, a, a lot of the science behind, you know, pandemics and things and computer software. So I don't know, probably, probably right now, Elon by a little bit, but closely followed by Bill. Connor. I'm going to decline to answer. <laughs> what? Oh, that is not an option. That is so that is weak. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Where I live and what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and who these people are. I'm ah, going to decline okay. to answer. <laughs> Did you have something over there? Did you have some comments or something? Oh, we have a few viewer comments. What are they? Mm-hmm. Well, someone mentioned <laughs> the reason why Tesla's stock is so valuable is because people want to invest in Elon Musk and not actually the car. Okay, cool. That's neat. Connor, Fun you're going to have to close your ears. You have to close your ears, Connor. Connor was not here Thank for you. that statement. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then we have Phil Fedor. He's chiming in. Uh, What's he, up, Phil? <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, we love Phil. Phil. I love Phil. Phil. Yeah. So, awesome. so you gave him a cheers to the whiskey. That's that's good. Because Phil said, beer can, question mark. That's why you should drink whiskey instead. There you go. Mm. And you totally agree. Phil did ask a question earlier. He wanted to know if you were a real cowboy. Just on Tuesday date night, I lived, okay, so listen to this. When I was in college, before I joined the Air Force, I lived in a barn on a ranch. Every morning, I would wake up, I would go shovel the manure out of the hay, I would refeed the hay, I would feed all of the horses, and I would shower in the stables, and then I would get in my 1980 Ford F-150 with an inline six and then drive to class. <laughs> yes, but we were so does that answer your question? Wranglers? Does that answer the yes, question? sir. Uh-huh. And you had a 12-inch belt buckle? Oh. No. That's <laughs> not what real cowboys wear. They wear white t-shirts and baseball caps majority of the time, by the way. Mm. Mm. Did, yes. did, did Boot Friday catch on? Yes, we are all doing Boot yeah, Friday. Boot, boot Friday. <laughs> I knew. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. You should I join us. I know about that. In Texas, we have Boot every day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I was going to move to Austin before Kent suggested, hey, maybe uh, you can come be a part of the podcast in uh, Phoenix. So, yeah. It was a selling point. It was. Uh, who else has a question that they are dying to ask? I have one. Ooh. Okay. Um, I guess because I used UFC earlier, let's say you were a UFC fighter. And... Assuming everybody's watched UFC before, every time the fighters come out, they have a walkout song. Ooh. What would your walkout song be? No. I, mm. I'm going to answer this. You got one? That's yeah, because it went with my question. Okay. Right? So I asked the question, what is your pre-podcast routine? Mm-hmm. So, Oh, that's right. You, you never, never got to it. answer your own question. Yeah, I'm doing better at listening and letting people talk than talking over people. <laughs> Think about how bad he was before. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I learned that lesson after the last Young Surveyor's 
I, I want to apologize to all the other co-hosts. I, I should have not over-talked. But, but yeah, please, I'm, I'm getting you have the podium. Oh, I knew that episode, I do now. he was going to love it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that, and <laughs> I said, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Let's, uh, the passion no, was there. The Schlosser yeah, special. No yeah. So, so um, real quick, uh, I, I, I get this from, you know, originally, like when I played football, I'd, I'd listen to music and kind of get, like, pumped up for the game, right? And then uh, later on, I translate that to the gym. Like, I'd listen to certain songs and get pumped up. It, it changes every week, but right now I'm, I listen to a, a certain song before I, I come to the podcast, and it is uh, the Black Mood song. Uh, whoa, whoa. Which one? Oh, this is amazing. There's, there's too many. This it is amazing. Is, there's too, there's too many. Yeah. That it it kind of changes, but it's the... Um, Don't tell me. I, I, I gotta sing it. I gotta sing is it. it. Do, do, do is you guys need a separate room to is do it throwing, this? Or? Throwing shade. Is it Saturday night? What is it? Sa yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night. That's it. Yeah, that's awesome. it. Yeah. That's the song. I listen to that every single time before I come that's to the podcast. A great song. And that that is my podcast routine is finish up work and then listen to that song on my drive over and then I get I change uh, my mindset on my way over and then I'm ready to rock and roll. Boom. Love it. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying oh. to move on here. My UFC come out song, coincidentally, is Captain Intadil. Love will keep us together. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. happens to be that way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So you're or Captain? Uh, it depends on my opponent. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so funny. That's Who's going next? I can jump in. Go, Go for, for it. it. Uh, because I could never, with my stature, be a good uh, UFC fighter, I'd come out to uh, ski lows. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I was it. a baller. Yeah. I had a girl that looked good, and I would call her. Wow. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. You have an amazing wife, though. Yeah, by the way, when your wife shows up in your 37-square-foot uh, void, could you pop her on the camera? Hey, Danielle, you want to come say hi? Yes, please. Yay! Hey, she, she, hashtag this she's a geoholic. She, mm -hmm. is. she is a geoholic. Bigger question is, does she wish you were a little bit taller? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> or a baller. Hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 hey, Danielle. outside walking the dog. Mm -hmm. Well, the answer would be no, because I'm already pretty short. So. Uh, <laughs> um, how short? I'm like 5'3". That's not short. Nick's 5'2", for Christ's mm. sake. Mm. But <laughs> still growing. Yes, yes, there you go. No, with his Excellent. hair. With the hair, he's 5'4". Like he's, he, he's growing, yes. Yes, he's adorable. <laughs> he really is. He's a naughty name. Danielle, how, how, uh, how are you liking Texas? I like Texas a lot. Um, nice. I'm getting used to this humidity, though. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing. Brutal. The only thing. It's a little hot, yeah. Yeah. So what would you come into your UFC fight listening to? Your walkout song, like probably like the theme song to Rocky or something. That's good. It's a good one. It's a classic. It's going to be the you, Canadian national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Danielle, what do you do in Texas? I right now I'm currently working on my PhD at Texas State University. So while I'm there, I'm I work in a lab and I have a couple like undergrad students working with me and uh, I teach. Nice. So wow. what's your thesis in? <laughs> I'm studying uh, land subsidence and um, like land deformation problems mm. in West Texas oh. and in southeastern Arizona. 
That is wow. fascinating. Wow. Super cool. Nice. That's cool. He's the smart one for sure. <laughs> does, does she want to be a Good guest? Answer. Does she want to be a guest on a future I'm show? I'm the tall one. <laughs> I'm Jenna. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Danielle, would you be a guest on a future show? Sure. All right. We're going to talk about we have Lance, the perfect Lance person. Of we, have, we have a perfect. Uh, I would love yeah. for you to like geek out with uh, Sean. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think, I think, I think Pete that sounds amazing. That I can't episode, wait. Though, so there can be two gals to fight back. It'd be next level uh, nerddom. Probably. You do realize Lance Subsidence is the happy, happy come together of surveying and geotechnical yes. engineers. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to tell a story that's probably going to embarrass the uh, Smolovskis, but it's okay. Uh, Nick told me one time that he's okay. like, oh, God. oh boy. He's oh, like, oh, he's like uh, oh, it's breaking up. It's breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Danielle chugs a bit. It has been ended. It was early on, early on in our relationship. No, it's early on when I met Nick and he's talking about his wife and he's like, he's like, my wife and I are such dorks. We lay in bed at night and talk about projections and all this <laughs> oh, stuff. And I'm like, oh my my God. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to meet her. If only we had you today. <laughs> oh, my God. That's gosh. how I get taller. I change my projection. So I have so many songs in my head, and I can never remember what they are. But because we're talking about a walkout song, I'm going to have to go, I Am Woman. Yeah. yeah. Ah, strong. That's perfect. Love it. Proud. Cool. Connor? Proud. Ooh. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I'm like. Flipping a coin between Tony uh, Tubbies. I need a doctor by Dr. Dre or uh, <laughs> or my buddy's band in Loving Memory. He's just a they've got a great uh, the song in Loving Memory by First Forever. It's like my favorite song. So wow, yeah, I'll listen to it. Good one, cool. If you like the Black Moods, it's similar. Did y'all see the uh, the recent boxing match a couple of back? Tyson Fury and I think it was. Uh, this guy from Georgia, but he wore like the big black mask and everything when he came down. Who was it? Um, it was the it was the title fight. Yeah, yeah, it was the. Yep. Anthony. What, what did he come um, out to? I'm sorry. Did he have a song he came out to? I just remember he literally had like a demon mask on. It was like yeah. all black, um, big studs and everything. He ended up losing to Tyson Fury. Um, Forget his name. What do, what do you think the line would be on uh, Sugar Ray Sean versus Dilfy Dilf Kent? And what? What are we talking about? Fighting? Yeah, boxing. curling. Curling? Yeah. Oh, I'd kick his ass. Cur- curling. curling. Mm, yeah. Basket weaving. That's what we should do. I don't know. Over yeah. under two two rounds. Curling or uh, UFC? UFC. Can is there is there eye eye, eye gouging allowed? Um, you got to trim your nails. Mm. <laughs> I'll give you two rounds. Sorry, the guy was named uh, Deontay Wilder. Oh, Deontay oh, Wilder. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they fought like three times, I think, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine would be uh, Can't Touch This, MC Hammer. Ooh. It's a good one. It's a good Dude, one. Did you ever wear parachute pants, Kent? I had, you know, not parachute pants exactly. Well, kind of. Yeah, I think I did, actually. I think I wore those. Yeah, button-up shirt with a little skinny leather tie, you know, mm. kind of like a uh, footloose, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been Please there. tell me you have a photo. Been there, done yeah. that. Been there, done I wanna, that. I want to see a photo. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to. I'll, there might be one somewhere. I'll look now I know why you didn't get laid at prom. <laughs> and I had a mullet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, no. Really? I'm sure there's a picture of that somewhere. I'll find it. Mm. Wow. Uh, 
What else? Mr. Big Geek. That would be me. That'd be Chief Geek. I would come out to Guns N' Roses' Mr. Brownstone. Ah, that's, a classic. Ooh, that's a good one. Classic. Yeah, definitely. Mm. What's, is there a, what would be a band that you haven't seen that you wish you did? Oh, wow. Um, wish you did? Like, are they still around? Or, or are they not touring anymore? No, I, I suppose. Well, it, I, think, yeah. I think you can accept the they are so old it's terrible and you would like to see them when it was in good. In their prime? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Led Zeppelin in the 70s? Mm. Led Zeppelin's one on my list yeah. for sure. Oh, oh yeah, the Beatles yeah. for sure. Well, I'm gonna fry everybody's okay. noodle with this one, but I would tell you that it would be Duran Duran. They're coming. Wow. They're coming to Phoenix. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah, they got let's, a stadium tour right now. Listen. They just started. Oh, yeah. You can live you go? your dream. Dreams come true. Dreams, Dreams come true. Yeah. We'll go. For All right, sure. done. I would love let's to go. Take your parachute yeah. pants. I'm gonna bring a, a friend of mine who used to date John Taylor. Also me. You used to date John Taylor from Duran Duran. Or Duran Duran, as we know it. Sure. <laughs> I just, I just want to go. You want to go to Duran Duran? Let's yes. start you off gently with Depeche Mode and Soft Shell first. I grew up with this. This is oh. what my dad used to listen oh, to. Okay, cool. He was, ra- he was raised right. right. Mm-hmm. He was raised right. Um, I'd probably go. I mean, I, I think that it would be really great to see Jimi Hendrix live. Be oh, my God. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I've heard yeah. like it's awesome yeah. shows and all that stuff. And, the, you know, mm. but I got I to gotta tell a real quick Jimi Hendrix story. Um, this gentleman, older gentleman. Uh, that I met through curling, he was at Isle of Wight for that uh, White right Isle of right? Isle of White Isle, Isle of White right 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 first time at that concert, and he's like, I remember laying on a hill, and he's totally strung out on acid, hearing Jimi Hendrix play. That would be incredible. That's cool. yeah. Yeah. Like Wait, every story. Was he like at the concert? Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was just there. at a random hill. No, 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 he was there. He was there. Oh, he was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Super cool. I mean, I had that experience in college. Just Jimi Hendrix wasn't there. Yeah, no, I understand. But right. I heard it. So. Yeah, you thought he was there. I thought he was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like okay. It was in a dorm room. Okay. I want. So the sixteen-year-old has something to say. I want to change my teleport answer. Oh. And it is in combination oh, with this. Woodstock. Okay. I would yes, I would go to Woodstock. Oh, I would go to Woodstock. Oh, yeah. I would yes. go to Woodstock. I would I've, love I've to heard about it. Yeah. I, I would I would just be there. I think I was yeah, born yeah. at the wrong time, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I think that was my like jam. The, I uh I, concert parties and stuff, or like when the bands come before they're coming out, you know, yeah. when Jimmy was doing all the crazy drugs or yeah. like the who and stuff. I bet you there was some crazy mm. stuff backstage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and I can I, I can understand. Oh, yeah, the yeah, doors, yeah, the good doors, one. Yeah. yeah, like at the at a door show at Whiskey a Go Go, and it's oh, just like man. crammed. Yeah. Absolutely, just like, oh my god, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> like oh, ah, you know. <laughs> if we're gonna go down that route, what about hanging out at Studio Fifty Four for a night? That yeah. would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> would be. That shut down. When did it actually close? I'm not god, sure. I, wa- I watched a documentary about it. I can't remember the dates, but man, what a crazy place that was. The only yeah. thing I have to say about the Woodstock is that was a smelly, dirty nightmare yes. for everyone that was there. Yes. They just mm. embraced it. So yeah. I think if if I teleported there, it yeah. would, you know, the whole like taking three days to get there thing really builds up to it. If I just jumped in and slid down a hill and then all of a sudden I was in it, I don't know if I would embrace it as much. You, you, you would be invisible, so you'd change your invisible answer at the same time Ooh. so that you could be on the Ooh. stage. <laughs> invisible On the stage experiencing mm. it. Mm. Oh, my gosh. How about yeah. you? Dr. Nick, did you answer this one or no? Oh, you said Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Zeppelin, I, but I'd also yeah, say, like, Miles Davis. I think some oh, of yeah. you know, that would be. Yeah. Like some of the old original blues and jazz. 
yeah. like in a smoky bar in New Orleans or Chicago. Oh, or yeah. Oh, that'd be incredible. How about you, Connor? Mm. Ooh. Sorry, Mosque, sorry. Justin yeah. Bieber concert's out. Anybody else? Not really. Yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, fine. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Bieber over here. Um, <laughs> no, now, now Nick's got me. I was going to say... George Strait in the 90s. But now, Ooh. with the jazz thing, I want to see Louis Armstrong. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow. Hey, Dr. Nick, I know you saw Willie Nelson recently. Uh, was Charlie Crockett there? Did you see him? Uh, he was there. We didn't see him because uh, we so it was like a all-day festival from ah, gotcha. until midnight. Yep. And he came on like third. And okay. so there was no way my liver was going to make it that long. We didn't, we didn't show up till chi- if you've ever heard of the guy from Tennessee, Tyler Childers. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. How good yeah. was he? Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. is He's Tate's awesome. cousin, by the way. Yeah. Come on. No way. Really? They have the same Wait, last are you name. Serious? Oh, <laughs> oh, what a dick. Don't get me. Don't get me. <laughs> every every time that, I play man. it in the truck. Every time I play it in the truck, he goes, that's my cousin. <laughs> so I, I believed it. And then I, I asked, you, I said, are you serious? And he said, oh, no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, Hold on. Did you funny. fully convert Tate to a surveyor? We are 95% of the way. In process. Oh, yes. He, in process. Yeah, tomorrow. I think, he, I think he's fully embraced. I regret that about 20 years from now. Right viewers, now. viewers. No, tomorrow. No. Tomorrow no, he, he is going no. to go and he's going to do this all on his own. He's going to go check into a NGS, NGS point. point. Yep. Yep. And then he is going to take uh, the calcs that I gave him and he's going to tie the building um, and, or the, the property that we, we sit on. And then he's going to do a topo and we'll see how he does. All by himself. Things are going to come in All and process done. it. And, yep. th- and then he's going to draw it on yep. his own. How long has it been? A month? Wow. Well, less, less than. Just if that. Maybe, maybe three weeks. It's been like three weeks. I, yeah. I asked him today. I said, hey, Tate. Are you comfortable um, going out and starting uh, the the we use a, a like a, a just the VRS rover? Yeah, VRS rover, um, and then tying the boundary based off calc points using like a Sean set and a shovel, um, and then doing the topo on your own. And he said, "Yeah, confidently." Just goes Absolutely. to show uh, what they say in the eighties: give kids a chance. Hire some interns, see what they can do. Engineers awesome. can be taught. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I love Kent's answer, but I, I like Sean's a little bit more. It's better. Yes. Sean was giving you an olive branch and you just broke yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Your pay raise is done. Sean yeah. ever said to you, Kent. Kent, know, Kent made all the surveyors happy, but Sean spoke the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the voice of reason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, if, Your you Honor. If, if you get a chance to be in Vegas <laughs> with a uh, COG, mm-hmm. take it. <laughs> just do it. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, great. No Wait, one would. No one would even believe it. Yes. You got it. My question is, what's your favorite adult drink? Was my second question. But when you get a when you get adult drinks in me, especially a gin, it's a train, and you just gotta you you better get off, or you you're on. Does there's no in between. But the fact that she wanted to give you you cream of mushroom soup. Oh, I'm coming in November. Let's clarify. When Connor says a gin, I think he had a triple gin. Yes. Yeah. I ordered two triple gins. Just two triple just gin. gin straight or yes. gin tonic? Yes. Straight. Oh, it's gin, it's beef. Okay, so my favorite. Beef adult, I'm going to ask everybody their favorite. Yes, London Dry Beef Eaters Triple Gin on the Rocks with a Lime. Gross. Quick question. What kind of look does the bartender give you when you ask for a triple beef eater on the rocks with a gin? 
a really Every, dry one. Very I grateful that you didn't put a cherry and an umbrella in it. <laughs> yes. So I thought I thought it was like a just a normal thing. I've, I've grown up drinking it basically, and so um, I thought it was just a normal drink. It's not. And no. then I went to I went to a distressed investing conference with distressed private equity managers. And they said that I was a psycho drinking that. So yes, there, yes. there you go. Complete psycho. Yeah. So look, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Look up the genealogy of the phrase "mother's ruin" with gin, and you'll realize the dosage that you're taking is why it's called mother's ruin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, what was your question, Connor? Who? What? What is your favorite drink? Is that what? What's your? What is your favorite adult beverage? That's like not like something like stupid where it's like, oh, it's a. Uh, it's a Pendleton 10 or whatever, you know, it's, it's like, it's like your go-to adult beverage, you know? I thought I the viewers were going to be asking questions right now. Uh, it, Do you have any questions? Yeah, I think they have asked. That. Oh, they did. Oh, okay. Copy that. So thank you. Yeah. Hold on a second. We got to answer this question first. Yes. You can't you. answer. You're not, so, you're not legal age to drink. For me, it's Mezcal right now. I'm going to Mezcal kick. There you go. Mezcal Agreed. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Big mezcal guy. Uh, is that your answer that's as well? No, that's, yeah. that, that's not yeah. my answer. But I have. You did I say have, agreed, by the way. I, I, yeah, have been, I have been on a mezcal kick lately. It's a tequila. It's the first time I've ever had it mm-hmm. when I met Ken. With a worm. Smoked tequila. But, but my, my go to drink would be. Milk? No, no. <laughs> it's a. Kool Aid? It's a smoky old fashioned, so you have to smoke the cup. Uh huh. Yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Garrison Brothers, you okay. small batch. Plug, plug, mm, but sometimes plug, you yes. do talk to the rest of the audience like we're your like age. Like I said, your everyday <laughs> yes. drink, not your $175 exactly. bottle. Yeah. He didn't, yeah. he didn't oh. listen. When you come home from a long day and right before I don't, I don't drink that the, often. your significant other starts yapping in your face, like yeah. I just had a what's that, what's that drink go. that Perfect. you go to? Just mezcal. like old fashioned. quick. Let me get one of these in and then we'll engage. It's mezcal for me. A mezcal? Yep. Old fashioned? Old-fashioned. You make yourself an old-fashioned when you get home from work. don't have time for that. I just pour what, mezcal. I, I don't... I, oh, that or water. I mean, I don't drink very often. Noted. Mark? <laughs> will it. Ooh. Yes, that's oh, my... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah, will it. Good that's everyday my, drinker. Good everyday drinker, yep. yes. How about you, Sean? Uh, I'm a... I'm a I, I, I'm a with Connor. I, I got a big Buffalo Trace bottle, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, one finger, two finger, one ice cube... Perfect. I like it. I like it. Peter, Peter. do not say Fosters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Horrible. It's a longer piss. Fosters, yeah. No Fosters, no VB, and no oh. Forex. Thank you very much. Oh, lovely. I've forgotten about no. VB. Yeah. Um, I guess I've got two. One is just a glass of wine, yep. and it can wow. be white or red, um, or a vodka lime and soda. Oh, oh. there you go. Mm. Yes. What sort of vodka, though? Doesn't matter. She's not picky. Yeah, it does. No, it she does. does totally. Oh, Do you like prefer potato vodka? Seven or eight times distilled, or are we talking, you know, just simple Belvedere? I like a Belvedere. There you go. You're a classy lady, that's why. Classy like lady. Mm-hmm. What's Dr. Nix? Dr. Nix, what's Yeah, yours? what is a PhD drink? Coors um, Light. You should, um, there's a Texas vodka called Tito's. It's really good. It's yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's okay. my mom's yeah. favorite. It, yeah. <laughs> It's the best vodka in America. I was just going to say, I'm also, I've been in a wine kick for the last number of years. Wow. What type of wine? What type of wine? Yeah. I don't want to admit it because I'll have to turn in my man card. No, 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 no. Zinfandel, a white. Uh, we you entered a no judgment zone here, so you're good. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, I feel sophisticated drinking it, so I don't feel so bad. But um, it's going to sound lame, but like if you're drinking during the day, like a rosé. Yeah. Rosé all day. Rosé all day. There is uh, nothing wrong. Rosé all day. Nothing yeah, wrong yeah. at all. Like have, you had or- have you had orange wine? Ooh. Coincidentally, just recently, uh, you mm. know, I live near uh, LGO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a really good yeah. uh, yeah. orange it's good, rosé right? wine. It's that, interesting. Yeah, it was like... I have hmm? no idea what that is. I've never no, heard of it. Mean, Seek it out. Seek it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar to rosé, you know, a little, 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 little mm. unclassier. Little, I like it. A little cheapier, but <coughs> still fruity. Got some. Got you some, uh, some you had me at unclassy. Yes. Yeah, it is definitely a little less classy, but right there with it. <laughs> yeah. L- l- last thing. Last thing. Oh, there is one? Viewers. No. All right. Listening, um, or if you're the live uh, let us know through any of the social medias or the email or anything like that. Who is your favorite host and who is mm-hmm. the funniest host? In your opinion and okay. why? All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I have a question for Dr. Nick. Okay. Dr. Nick, what is yes. a fun geospatial fact for the week? Ooh, great question. Look at what is P.O.B.? Oh gosh, fun yeah, geospatial good. fact uh, of the week. Well, um, do you know which rivers flow north in the world? Hell no. no. This is interesting. The Mississippi. It's got to be in uh, Australia. Uh, uh, no, I know this. Mississippi you flows you south, know it? Buddy. Yeah, I know this. Well, Harry has to spit out the bloody answer. It's sort of weird. It, it, it's the Nile. The Nile. Yeah, Nile River. Wow. Also, um, the St. John's River in Florida. Goes Not north. in Australia, by the way. Hmm. Australia sucks. Why? You know, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing where it's the flow is coming from. You know, I'm, I'm guessing it's something related to where the river starts and where it ends elevation. and the elevation between the two. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Related question. Kind of like curve. Uh, for PETA, what is the biggest difference in being a surveyor below or in the southern hemisphere versus the northern hemisphere? Biggest I, I you told the you. UTM. You put the base up on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I know. Other than putting the base on the floor and the legs up on the top, but yeah. biggest difference. The biggest difference is we use the metric system. Oh the yeah, U- uh, the UTM, right? Oh, you don't have to deal with U.S. survey feet and international yeah. feet and all this yeah. nonsense what and the decimal hell? feet. Yeah. yeah, and tenths and all that kind of crap. What the hell? <laughs> Just divide by ten. It's yeah. very simple. <laughs> Yes. Metric system yeah, is easier. It, divide by 10 simple when you're in metric, but if you're talking about tenths of a foot, you're dividing foot 12 by 12. 10. I know by using the metric system, we would devalue your genius, Dr. Nick. However, it makes sense. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so another question for Dr. Nick. I got in the cockpit. Oh. Nick, as in... Hands down. Which Nick? Yeah, yeah. baby Nick. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, and my instructor said to me, by the way, the compass has changed. The true north versus magnetic north is now 3.2 degrees. I'm like, huh. Declination. Declination. Could you you explain that? Is that still all to do with a big typhoon in Thailand a few years ago, or is there something new happened? I think that happened when Joe Joe Biden became president. That's when that happened. Really? He caused a lot of havoc. So what is the reason for the declination? I would like to know from a PhD really? expert. Yes. I don't know for exact reason, but it has to do with something with a uh, massive magnetic force. Yeah. Aren't the poles shifting? They also yeah. shift. Yeah. It's, slowly sh- it's slowly shifting. So every year it changes slightly. So, and yeah, so every year it's 
shifting more? To the this left, that would be? talking out of my ass. <laughs> Wait, is that your left or our left? That would be right. Oh, okay, our right, your left. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. go back this to way, some of the ice ages, the I thought the poles I thought the poles in the last 10 years. Really? They were flipped? Yeah. Hey, Connor, be quiet. The PhD guy's talking. We're on a freaking lag. <laughs> yeah, the poles definitely have moved over the millennia uh, and, and millions of years. That that changes, actually. And they are associated to some of the ice ages. Um, so. But hey, I'll throw this out there. I'll wrap it up with something smart because I didn't know the exact answer. Um, they're to deal with this we talked about projections earlier right. um the united states is actually working on a new datum and so if Ooh. we all use you know yeah. the nat 83 mm -hmm. uh, so the 83 uh earth centered earth fixed um coordinate kind of where we do we basically calculate the center of the earth and that's how the projection is made Learned actually coming out prep. soon the sps 2022 which they're not going to get out this year because of covid but uh, it takes into account tectonic plate shift, and so it's dynamically changing. And so it's mm. not a static coordinate system. It'll actually account for things like declination shift. Oh, you're just copying Australia. Wait. No, they're they're trying I, to catch up with the rest of the world where they only yeah, use two, that's true. two coordinate systems. That's true. Yeah, we've got yeah. our GDI 2020. Yeah, 2020. Well, mm. it's it's like one big low distortion projection, right, Nick? It's exactly it. And so you're going to have a lot, instead of like three zones in Arizona or the six in Texas, you'll have it like based on counties, mm -hmm. uh, more m micro levels of environment or, or area. Huge undertaking. So maybe we are catching up, yeah. yeah. But are they? Because how many coordinate systems do you have? We call it state plane, but you have a global coordinate system, Peter. You've got a couple to choose from. Is that right? Well, when we're surveying and using coordinates, we're, we're using... Um, MGA 2020, which is map grid of Australia, okay. which is based off your geodetic datum of 2020. So, yeah, that's the main one we use when we're surveying. All right. How, uh, is, I mean, Australia is massive. Do you have a bunch of zones? Is it broken out? Yeah, we've got zones. Our zones basically go from now Western Australian people don't scream at me. I think it's like zone 40 two or something and over in sydney where i am we're zone 56 mm. Mm. I don't. do you have like a vrs type thing in uh australia Pina? yep 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 wow yep that's how i did my um my river survey gps stuff mm. awesome oh, okay cool awesome uh the kid you say there's some questions yeah so let's let's address instagram live real quick uh nolman m he wanted to say that Peta is the best host and i think that every other host would agree clearly. yeah yeah clearly yeah yeah and anyone knows <laughs> <Yeah. Get her. laughs> that's awesome uh no oppositions okay and then nick jensen yeah. real quick he mm -hmm. said that he's he, first off he said sorry random question how does a guy get a new hat i accidentally ruined mine and would love to get a replacement uh send me an email Okay. This guy, this Nick Jensen guy, not every guy, but Nick Jensen, send me an email at info at the geoholics.com and we will get take, that taken care of. Awesome. Yep. Or but anybody else, anybody else out there that would like a hat, fan pack, all that good stuff, there are a number of ways to do that. You can become a friend of the program, of course. You can go to Patreon for as little as $5 a month and you will get a full Geoholics fan pack that includes a hat, a t-shirt, a koozie, wristbands. Poker chips. What else we got? 
You got all kinds of shit. You just get a bag full of stuff. Pete will tell you. So the oh, question right, is, for, be- for two paragraphs, I'd like to know how he accidentally <laughs> destroyed his hat, and I'll give him an extreme aerial hat. Oh, oh bonus. Yeah. Bonus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bonus. Come with the story. Mm-hmm. Where's mine? All right, it's in the mail, but it kind of got sent back. <laughs> do you have any what idea what it costs to, to get an ex- send shit to Australia? It's ridiculous. What, what do you want to do to get an extreme aerial hat? No, what do I have to do to get an extreme aerial polo? Ooh. Ooh. Well, tricks. You have to do tricks. I if you guys all send me your email as in not the viewers or people on YouTube because I can't afford a million shirts. Um but the team four or five. S- send it. <laughs> yes. All five. Yeah, send me your size and I'll get you uh the uh, super cool swag shirt. Uh, Connor is a 3X. Yeah, if, yeah, if yeah that's my size. Yeah, husky, mm-hmm. and uh, husky. He, he like one of those hats too. Yes. If you're a viewer and you send the geoholics of one million dollars, we'll give you a night with Nick. I, 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 <laughs> Nick, Nick yeah. Before the episode, we were made it clear: no accents. <laughs> yes, no and accents. we have devolved yeah. into <laughs> accents. That lasted about ten and, minutes. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're taking the piss, mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions? I have one more question I'd like to ask. We've asked it recently, but I'd love the question. Um, Do we have time? Are we good? Of course. Uh, We have time for your last questions. We We still have have like 25 people watching us, so we should keep going. Um, What's the best advice anybody has ever given you? Wow. Let's wrap with that. Oh, well, I'm not going to wrap with it, but it's a good question. This has been a recent question. We asked it recently, yeah, and I love the question. If someone who is older and wiser than you, takes the time to give you advice, Mm -hmm. you act on it, you don't question it, and you make it part of your natural progression in whatever you're doing and find ways to improve on it. That's the natural evolution of advice. That's a father to a son, a father to a daughter, a mother to a daughter, a mother to a son. That's the best advice because... When I was 18 to 21, I fucking knew it all and took over the world. I'm Connor and nothing can happen to me. I'm a badass motherfucker and I'm going to move to Seattle where the weather's shitty. And blah, 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 blah. He just you know. hated me for my first week of working. Yeah. So, um, you know, I thought I knew better. And it wasn't until I got that advice that I actually stopped and listened and said, actually, let me just do that because two plus two does that equal four. I don't need to make it three and seven eighths. Uh, yeah. That, that's the best piece of advice yeah. I've ever given. Amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Anybody else prepared to answer? Uh, same answer I had when I was last asked this. Uh, best advice mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. get the fuck over it. Get over wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Get, get, over, get it. over it. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Yep. You got something? I do. Join the Navy? No. Comparison is the thief of joy. Tim Thief. Comparison is the thief of joy. Hey, Nick, can you translate yes. for me? Dr. Nick. Um, if you always compare against uh, your life versus other people, it's going to steal your joy because you're just going to try to live up to the gym. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. That's, that, actually, that's very insightful, Dr. Yeah. Nick. It's yes. great that you thought of that. Yes, awesome, thank you, Dr. Awesome, Nick. Awesome, awesome yes. insight. See what a PhD and 400 grand in student loans gets you? <laughs> I love it. I'm going to pay your student loans off, brother. Send me Whoa, the hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor, you got, are you prepared? Yeah, I have probably a different answer than what I gave with Michael, but yeah. uh, the the biggest piece of advice I've ever gotten was like uh, failure is not or success is not defined how many times you fail or how fat or how hard you fail, but how fast you get up. And yeah. So yeah, 
Awesome. So Love it. that mentality of just brush yourself off and get going and kind of get the fuck over it. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> exactly. How about you? Uh, who, who else hasn't gone? Dr. Nick. Um, I've answered this question on the podcast before, so I'm not going to answer it that way. Um, with some dad quotes, but because he's been in the news a lot recently and was banned from Twitter, uh, I'm going to do a Jordan Peterson quote. Mm, and Jordan basically, Peterson. I don't know the exact quote off the top of my head because I haven't read the book in a while, but it's basically like, stop trying to solve the world's problems. Start by making your bed in the morning. Yeah. Hey, mm. one thing at a time. Small wins, yeah. small wins. So uh, that's where I go wrong every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just get a manservant. <laughs> your your office is immaculately clean, so I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, look how beautiful I mean, it is. I know. beautiful. Uh, it sounds okay. like you're a very organized, well put together person. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Peter, how about you? Do you have an answer for this one? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's um, it's probably a combination of things that I've learned or been told over the years, and it and it's comes down to. Um, Basically, if you make a mistake, it's okay as long as you learn from it mm. and always give things a go, believe in yourself, and yep. get outside your comfort zone. Oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Common theme tonight, huh? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, my answer from, I think, was it two episodes ago when we asked that question? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it, was, it was the Michael. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, my answer was don't do dumb things, you know, really simple like, like Sean's. But mm. um, the other thing was, you know, don't be afraid to go outside your comfort zone. Peter just mentioned it, but um, it's the only way to grow and feel alive, to be honest with yep. you. Yep. Always being challenged. Yeah. Can, can I challenged. just say, Kent, that's one of my questions in my podcast. So What's that? Just saying. <laughs> What's the question? Yeah, he stole your question. Yeah. You stole my question. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I steal everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kleptomaniac of the finest order. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's not talk about my high school days. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> IP has no meaning to Kent. It's all good though, right, Connor? What else? You guys got anything else? Right. Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I think it's a wrap for I mean, the. If we, I, need to, we need to fill time. We can ask questions, but if not, you I got questions? Can, I mean, I, you got a question? I mean, it's not worthwhile. So. I I, I, I do have a question for you though. I got a statement. Oh, okay, you have yeah, a statement. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, I have a, one last question. I have a statement as well. Ooh. My, my statement is, I don't know if we, we say this enough, but I just want to give a quick shout out to Dopey Dope. You know, Kent, wow. you, yeah. you started this. This was your brainchild. I've known you for quite some time. Uh, there's been iterations. Has this been building? I've been to conferences all over the country. And I, every time I go to these conferences, I've met people that listen to the podcast. They love it. We're, we are adding value. And so I just want to give a shout out to you. I mean, and you wrangle the cats that are here. as a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we'll I do a cheers to that. We'll do a cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the group. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to you. Hey, Salute. Cheers to the live. Baby Nick, put that Salute. down. You're Salute. not Salute. supposed to be drinking. Your mom said so. <laughs> it's Coca-Cola. Yeah. Oh, it's Coca-Cola. So uh, the question I have before we get to Kent's final statement is my one of my questions, Sean. Because I thought the questions weren't for the group, they were for individuals. But my question to you is, as you're so gorgeous, why did you give up modeling to become an engineer? Mm. Wow. That's deep. Um, deep. What what, what was the psychosis behind that decision? It it wasn't quite a psychosis. It was I I had a beautiful lock of hair. Mm -hmm. No, you did not. And I had a promising modeling career. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in six months, it all went away, oh. and I had to find another occupation. The hair went away. Really? Yeah. We need I to actually, tell Dylan. I had I had contracts and and all before Instagram, all the things. I heard you were a speedo model. 
That's uh, what I heard. Uh, and then that happened, and then I had to fall back on my, you know. Intellect. Uh, second career option, which was being a professional engineer, and that's what I had to do. Sean, did you really lose your hair in three in six months? I really don't need to compare the two of you together. You you all clearly the No, outlier. I mean, I'm just, I yes, am so absolutely. intrigued by this. Did yes. you really um, lose your hair in six months? Were you actually a child? Is any of that story true? Um, I, I can't answer any of those questions right now. We're just right out of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> tune in next week. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, Kent, you're going to so check us out. It's we'll, how we'll, I gained 100 we'll, pounds we'll in six offline. weeks. We'll take it offline. Yes. Hey, all I want to say is thank you so much to everybody. You know, everybody... This cast of characters right now is second to none. I mean, I'm just looking. I'm like, this is like a who's who of geospatial and the mix. And um, we started this three years ago. And wow, you know what? In about two weeks, it'll be three years, actually, that we started wow. this. Wow. Uh, completely on a whim, you know, kind of like Peter was talking about. And it's gotten to the point now where it's way bigger than I ever thought it would be, way bigger than myself. And that's why, you know, I invited folks like yourself to be a part of it, of uh, all influencers, um, good people. And, you know, I love each and every one of you. And I can't wait to see where this journey takes us. It's going to be fantastic. And I'm just excited to be part of the ride at this point. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Hurry up and get here, Peter. I agree. Thank you. <coughs> All right. 122 days, 21 days. Oh, no, I can't wait that long. I'm just going to get on a plane and go over to see you. I'll be uh, can I play place. with your koala? <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> Adding value and making friends. That's what we do here at the Geoholics. Thanks to our loyal friends of the program, just like Get Kids Into Survey for believing in us. Be sure to mention your geoholic when you reach out to any of our friends of the program uh, for the special geoholics treatment. I'm sure Mark knows what that is. Mm -hmm. Download the new and improved and fully updated Geoholics app from LandSurveyorsUnited.com. Send us an email at info at thegeoholics.com. If you have any content ideas or would like to be a guest on a future show, last but not least, pay it forward, add value, make friends. Captain and Tennille, Tennille, I love you. Love will keep us together, available everywhere. Until next time, everyone, work together to achieve great things. Did you have a poster of Tennille? Be safe and healthy. No, that was Bo Derek. Thank you to our 2022 friends of the program, Advanced Geodetic Survey, AGSGPS.com, Airworks, airworks.io, badelf, bad-elf.com, Cyanic Automation, getjobbook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, diamondbacklandsurveying.com, Extreme Aerial Productions, extremearialproductions.com, Get Kids Into Survey, getkidsintosurvey.com. Mentoring Mondays, mentoringmondays.xyz. Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com. Nettleman LC Prep, lcprep.com. North Star Surveying, northstarsurveying.com. ProStar Corporation, prostarcorp.com. Safety Apparel, safetyapparel.us. Topodot, new.certainty3d.com. And finally, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.